awesome nerds, and welcome to D&D and TV, a podcast where uh, your host Jeremy Vine, that's me, talks about uh, a different TV show uh, every season and how some of the elements from that show and the stories can be used in role-playing games. And this time I'm joined by my friend Elise. Hey, hey. And we're talking about season three, sorry, season one, episode three of Motherland Fort Salem, the episode called A Biddy's Life which was directed by Amanda Tapping, um, glorious queen of all, and written by Brian Sudler. Uh, I mean, I, I said this off air. As soon as I saw that Amanda Tapping directed this episode, I was like, oh, this, is, this is a real show. It's got Amanda <laughs> Tapping. Amanda Tapping's great. This is going to be a good episode. Mm. And I wasn't wrong. Yes. This is a good one. This is on the eve of Beltane. Male witches arrive at Fort Salem. Rayo learns more about Scylla's past. Older leads an international military council of witches and is startled by a new crisis. Hmm. And it's... Less of a spoilery recap. Yeah. Um, so oddly. they're getting better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then again, there's some stuff to spoil in this episode. We don't want to, to tell too much True. too early. True. But it starts... It has questions... To start with, because it starts, well, the biddies. I mean, it's called a biddies life, so we know yeah. it's going to be about biddies. Mm-hmm. We haven't really seen much of the biddies yet. These mm-hmm. are the, the seven women who follow Alder around all the time. Yes, older um, women as well. Older women, yes. Yeah. Um, looking 70s, 80s. Yeah. No, I'd say 80s, 90s, actually. Yeah, right, I'm okay. thinking about it. So much older women, mm-hmm. um, mixture of races, but they just kind of do tasks and mm-hmm. they seem to be like linked to older in some way because yes. she's talking and they'll respond like they'll respond through her mood they'll chatter yes. like a like a cat seeing a bird um to people that she dislikes and we've mm. seen that a couple of times now mm. and they often move like they'll tilt their heads in unison and yeah um yeah quite quite creepy they've um, done a really good job of, of yes. timing it all yes they have uh, but we watch, well, we kind of see them rising for the day. Mm-hmm. We see one of them get dressed. She seems pretty tired. I think she kind of clutches at her chest for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and she looks at a photo um, of, a, of a young woman. But all of them, I think they say it's, do they say something about best day of the year? Yeah, so one of them says best day of the year. Yeah. Um, and then the other one says, well, the second best. Yeah, second best, which is like, what's what's the yeah. best what's the best day then tell <laughs> yeah. me the best day or even even today though we don't even know what day i guess you know we have no idea what day it is today either yeah but so, obviously we're already getting this expectation of yes, what's true, today true what's going on yeah and older just kind of rocks it it seems like older like sleeps in the next room yeah possibly but she just kind of sweeps through and captures or, them all in her wake oh yeah yeah that's true yeah yeah um, um but she heads down to the i guess the the thoroughfare, the the stairs, <laughs> the courtyard, I don't yeah, even know. leading up to the the driveway, <laughs> yeah. um, because there, there's buses are coming, and Tally is super nervous, mm-hmm. uh, which is adorable. Of course, we love Tally. Mm-hmm. We always love Tally, <laughs> and the buses pull up um, with the witch father, yeah, uh, a guy getting off with fantastic jacket. I love his coat. I want I want that coat for myself. <laughs> but he comes up and just lets boys get off the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. All young men. And the girls are stoked. <laughs> most of them. Yeah, most most of them are stoked. <laughs> There's just... I think they actually cheer. Yeah, I They think cheer so. and clap. And yeah. they're like, okay, that's yeah. not how we do things here. We do a little foot stompy thing. <laughs> yeah. That's our thing. Tally is very... Um, Thirsty. Very... <laughs> Very excited, very nervous. My notes say Talia's um, sploosh. 
which I feel is accurate. <laughs> I feel um, I feel Abigail is bemused by yeah, Polly's response, a little bit. Yeah. Um, and she's she's relatively unimpressed. Yeah, um, well, she sees someone she knows. She's like, yeah, I know, yeah. I know these guys. Yeah, yeah. For the most part, but she does. What's the line? Need some you time in the sweet tally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, amazing! Yeah, Love it's it. like she's already run the showers dry. I feel that. She... <laughs> no, it's great, but we do get to meet um, Garrett. Garrett yes. Buttonwood. Yes, cute name. Yeah. Um, cute boy. Yeah, he's alright. Um, I thought he was pretty cute. Tally does. Yes. Tally loves she him. Sure well, that's does. why I don't like him. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. don't like this yeah. guy. Tally's into him. Um. Yeah, yeah. Tully, Tully's straight away like smitten. Um, yeah, she's like literally hard just eyes out of him. Hard eyes at everyone, well, but specifically <laughs> this this cute boy who yeah. she has an in with. But it seems a little bit more she's into him specifically. Yeah, um, and he definitely seems taken with her. Yeah, which uh, I, I wonder why that's maybe that's why she's yeah she's more into him because it does feel a little bit like boys haven't noticed Tally before. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess she hasn't been around them, right? Yeah. If, they, if she grew up in a place where there weren't boys uh, or even men. Yeah. Um, well, we didn't, even when we were on last episode where she was off base oh, and yeah. there were boys around then, no one seemed to be paying that much attention to her, which wasn't the focus of the episode, I know. Yeah. But I'm wondering if that might be True. why. That now she's in, a, she said before that Fort Salem is a witch's place. This is the only place where it's only witches and now boy witches have come well, with Will. Debatable. Well, debatable. We'll, we'll get into this. <laughs> yeah. But either but yes, way, yes. boys who are connected with witches and know she's a witch mm-hmm. have, have shown up with witch father. Mm. Or as I'm going to call him for the rest of time, witch daddy. Because <laughs> he is. He's cool though. I like that guy. Yeah, he's pretty he's, good. Um, I know him from Spartacus, I think. That sounds right. Um, yeah, he's cool. <laughs> Someday we'll check actors' names and their bios <laughs> and things. Or do a live Google as we record. But not today. <laughs> not today. But we do then get to see the scrying training. Yes. And um, all of Tally's pent-up sexuality, sexual energy is put to good purpose mm. uh, because she is rocking this scrying that mm. they've got to call out the, the colours of the, the things behind walls yeah. just by looking into a mirror. Um, Swythe is not so good at it. No, so no. She, she does her usual snark of, well, Tally's just all, um, all what is it? She, got all, she saw the men and got yeah. all charged up. Yeah, and you think Anna Costa is about to crack it at her, um, yeah. but she wholeheartedly affirms or confirms um, that Swythe was correct. Yeah, that's um, exactly what it's about. Um, and yeah, they go on to explain, I guess, that um, why the boys are there is to help. Supercharge the cadets. <laughs> yeah. Which seems ridiculous, but I also feel like it's great it's a great message like it's yep. a very sex positive show yeah um and you know the girls are encouraged to embrace their sexuality and um take what they need um from the guys which is quite refreshing and the guys seem to be specifically there just for that purpose <laughs> yeah, yeah. and i think it is a really great thing because tally in this case i think we were saying before that there's no audience surrogate mm. and in this we start to get one with tally yeah because Tally, feel a little bit like when Swythe is making fun of her, mm-hmm. it's a little bit like, oh, and here comes the slut shaming because she's horny. And it's like, and Quarterman's like, no. Yeah. Do exactly that. That is exactly what we want yeah, you to do. Yeah. She's encouraged for being open and mm. pleased with her sexuality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is speaking very much to the audience just as much as it is to Tally. Because, I mean, Abby knows this. Swythe knows this. Yeah. 
growing up as a witch. That's true. But it's, yeah, it's it's really well done. Yeah, I think it it's, is. And, but we also see something that Tally is already kind of good at. This scrying thing becomes yeah. her thing, just yes. as we know that healing is Ray's thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and she really, it, it almost seems like Tally is is getting the right colours with the scrying. At, like, she's thinking about it and she's getting the right colours, but then when it comes down to it, and Anacostia's like, just just do it and give me the answers, it's like Tally actually stops trying and that's yep. when she performs better. Yeah. She's just suddenly like, bam, 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 colour, 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 and she's correct in all of them. Um, she's it's not, just... not focusing and thinking about it anymore. Yeah. It's just, I already know this. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's just intuition for her, mm. and I think that's kind of the thing, that you trust your instincts. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I love this as uh, an element for RPGs, particularly the mirror element for scrying. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is kind of the magic mirror from, from mm. Snow White, mm-hmm. that you have a mirror that you look at, and that kind of gives you an insight that you focus on, you may not see it in the mirror, but it's enough to kind of go, this is how I'm using my yeah. magic. Yeah. And the idea of getting the power from sexual energy is not uncommon, I feel. In an RPG, it can border into creepy. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. Well, it's a trickier one to use. It depends on the people you're playing with, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, you um, need the right... I mean, I feel a Vampire the Masquerade game, it would work pretty well. Yeah. Because like, that's kind of what it is. You're yeah. feeding and you get the power off them. Yeah. But yeah, it's... I love it in the show. It's so difficult to work into an RPG without mm. having a session zero and a lot of boundaries beforehand. Yeah, definitely. Is is scrying again? Speaking as someone with not a, like, I I feel like I play a lot of D and D, but I don't. I mean, you didn't play like, Wizards. No, That's I why. no, I don't. I really like magic. I just want to get in there and swing an axe and chop yeah. someone's head off. Um, but yeah, is there scrying um, much? Like, is there scrying spells? There is. Do they, do they have tools? Um, generally, they have some sort of reflective surface. I know right, there's like okay. scrying crystal balls is the big yeah. one. Or like uh, a bowl with yeah, water. Yeah, or a bowl or with water yeah. in it. Some yeah. sort of way that you kind of change the image. But scrying itself is such a great idea. And I love it in a military setting as well. Mm. That she's basically the radar yeah. of this is what's, what's out there. Yeah. And it's kind of a divination feel to it, yeah. which you don't usually see in D and D. It's mm-hmm. a little bit more of I'm going to predict the future rather than look around me. Yeah, so, um, or, or I think it's not as concrete in D and D in terms of the some of the spells that I understand is that if you're like with divination, you're almost just more getting a sense of like doom and gloom if yeah. you go one way, or whereas um this yeah this was sort of quite specific. Um, What's yeah. around the next corner? Yeah, kind of yeah. Thing. Or I'm I'm looking through the object to see what's actually mm, in there. Mm. No, I loved it. I think this is a really cool way of showing something that most people just go, yeah, yeah, it's a utility for seeing things far away or finding a lost <laughs> yeah, object yeah. and saying this is how you can make it a cool cool character trait. Mm-hmm. I do have a question. Yeah. Do, do I you... like it just because it's tally? <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, no, I love the the idea of the scrying. Yeah, okay. Because it's something I hadn't considered before. Cool. Okay. Fair. And it doesn't really work with the the singing aspect. This is something that they're not doing. This is an innate talent that oh, some yeah. of them have and some of them don't. I hadn't even made, made that connection. Yeah, the fact that Swat's bad at it is part of that. That Tally's good because yeah. Tally's good at it. Yeah, true. And Swyatt's kind of, well, I mean, they're all sexually yeah, charged like, right now. It's not just Tally. Yeah, it's almost something that they can't teach. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm. So that's kind of why I like it because yeah. we've seen Tally being good at something, but the idea behind it of, of scrying as a, a general yeah. aspect mm. is cool. 
less next scene well it is cool <laughs> uh-huh. but not in the way we like mm-hmm. um because it's a public swimming pool mm-hmm. and there's a whole bunch of stuff going on there's an elders swimming class and then the flotation device pops mm. and, and it's because the lifeguard was script spree yeah and i mean the, the minute we saw i guess probably those flotation devices yeah which it was, we know are filled with air yeah. we know oh well as soon as we saw civilians we knew it was going to be an attack <laughs> true uh but this makes Basically, the pools start to freeze over and everyone tries to get out, but some of them are caught. And as soon as they're touched by the ice, they're dead. Yeah, you think? Well, yeah, we see one of them start to climb up on the diving board. And he gets touched by the ice and he just freezes. Like, he doesn't even keep trying. True, yeah. It could have been a lot creepier. I was thinking that he'd just pull up and, like, one leg would stay in the ice. Yeah. But I'm guessing they didn't have the budget, Mm. so he just dies. Mm. And someone else gets trapped under. And it's like, I, I loathe this scene. It's like, this is all my horror levels. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah right okay however it is better than the one that Scylla set off it's better than the, the balloon that she set off and just everyone commits suicide it's like define better what do you mean by better <laughs> okay that it didn't trigger me I was just like I don't like the fact that it's controlling the minds and making them kill themselves whereas this is very much you can get away if you run right. fast enough. yeah yeah it's more of an environment kill as opposed yeah. to like a mental yeah and I think yeah. I think it wipes out everyone anyway like gets all well, of them I'm just trying to think if anyone was outside the pool. I'm sure there must have been someone. Yeah. But the the spree members just like, I'm just going to walk away yeah. and say, we are the spree, which I guess means that everyone knows it's a spree. True. Yet another point, though, where they're saying it again, but everyone around them is dead. Yeah. So who's there to hear? The audience. <laughs> I do also like that it's much better done of a, a creeping cold than it was in Day After Tomorrow. Right. Where it's getting, I'm being chased by the cold and I have to close the door and it gets, it's like, the cold doesn't care. The cold's just coming. <laughs> so it's, it's a uh-huh. good, I like this one more than, than Scylla's attack. Yeah. Okay. As Fair much enough. as I hate the whole thing. It's like, yeah, yeah. I like it more. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, but then we cut back to the, to Fort Salem and Talia's sad about the attack. Yes. Yes. Because they've all found out. They're learning about it. I think possibly on one of those super old tube TVs, which again, I feel... No, we don't, we don't even see the... They, um, they're already in sure. training. And Tally's oh, just like, right. I'm upset. Oh, you're right. They're talking about it. You're right. My yeah. apologies. And I love that there's just a random recruit called Sims who we have not met, but is having a breakdown. It's like, <laughs> great. So glad this is my role today. I get to... Oh, oh suck it up, Sims. <laughs> yeah. Which is what Anacost is kind of saying. Like, yeah. you're going to be a soldier. You have to suck it up. Yeah. But she seems a little bit shook up too. Um, yeah, well, I mean, like, I don't know if it's just me, but I sort of get a sense that maybe the attacks are increasing in frequency. Yeah. Um. I think it's frequency and it seems to be striking anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But we saw last episode, it doesn't feel like Alda's actually doing anything. Yeah. Like there's no Mm -hmm. success against the spree. No Mm. one seems to know who the hell the spree are. Yeah. Where they are, where they're going to strike next, how to even stop them. Which can be terrifying. It's a really good tactic, but, well, they have to be doing something. So there has to be some sort of push against the spring. Yeah. And it's also kind of like you're, I mean, probably what arguably one of the oldest and possibly most powerful witches in the world, or I guess at least America that we know of. I mean, what? Come, you're better than this. (laughs) Surely. My problem is we don't know what the spree want. Mm. All we know is that the spree attacks civilians. Yes. And that they say, we are the spree. So they claim, they claim credit for everything they're you're doing. You're right, you're right. But... We don't really know their motivations. No. Yeah. Rosanna Costa refused to tell us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and so 
There's a training field. There is. They're going to explain Beltane, why the boys are there. Mm-hmm. Um, but Scylla nicks off. Okay, let's not brush over. They have a very cute moment that I'm every, not going to let you brush over. Every moment between them is cute. But did you know that, so in the scene, um, I can't even remember, are they talking about anything? I don't even know. But basically... I think it's just like, I'm not sticking around sort of stuff. Yeah, right. Okay. So basically, um, Ray leans in and kisses Scylla. And then as she's leaning away, Scylla, um, I think, leans back in for a second mm-hmm. kiss. Super adorable. Unscripted second kiss, uh, which of course the fans. Oh, I mean, who doesn't who doesn't love an unscripted kiss? Yeah. Um. So yeah, and I think she said in an interview she she decided that Scylla would not be happy with just the one. No. Um. And well, this is the feels coming through again. Yes, she's got feels now. Exactly. So anything that is is supporting that um, you know, and proving that she's really starting to to fall for Ray. Um. I will not let you skip over. That's fair. Um, That's fair. And it was very cute. And Ray looked really good. Um, and they're all in tank tops and they sit down on benches and you can take over because I was gush all night. <laughs> well, this is the thing that not all sweetness and light because one of the male cadets um, notices Scylla leave. Good point. And he mm. looks suspicious. He seems um, a bit concerned. Yes, he does. It. Yeah, he seems, um, yeah, like almost worried or... Well, he looks... Or annoyed or angry or something. Yeah, he looks yeah. angry. Yeah. He's lurking. He's <laughs> lurking. That's yeah. what he does. He lurks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Alda is not the one presenting no. this whole thing because uh, she's at the Hague, mm. which I am guess Hague's in, I want to say Austria. Sure. Either way, Europe, somewhere in Europe. Yeah. Is uh, that a thing in the Denmark. real world? Am I being dumb right now? No, the Hague's a real thing. Okay. Because I feel the... like, I felt like the name rang a bell, but I was like, I don't actually know what that is. No, it's in, um, well, it's in Europe. <laughs> We've established <laughs> this. I can't remember what country it is off the top of my head. It might be the Netherlands. Uh, either way, it's the World Court. Right. So this is where we have war crime, or war crimes tried, oh. um, where basically the international law uh-huh. comes from. Is this, again, I'm probably showing my dumbness and I probably should stop talking right now, but is that something to do with the UN and where they would, like the UN headquarters or something? Is that a thing? Is that no, similar? No, it's slightly different. Okay. The UN is New York, or it was. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, where United else? Nations, but... Oh. If it's the United Nations and you put it in any country... Yeah. Can we not go to a neutral country? America is what, certainly neut- not neutral. No, no, it's not. But it's also the place where everyone can get to. Uh, yeah, okay. Anyway. There's, there's a whole bunch of anyway, stuff. Anyway, sorry. Way, my apologies. The, but- the Hague, I feel, is not. <laughs> yeah. But we do get the junior matrimonialist, which, <laughs> yeah. um, is there a senior matrimonialist? <laughs> what the hell is yeah, a matrimonialist? No, junior, but I mean, or maybe it just means she's Oh, she, she deals with the kids. No. <laughs> I mean, she kind of does. Well, I guess. But maybe it means she's a matrimonialist uh, in training. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I kind of figured. Right, right. Yeah. Um, Yes. Yeah, anyway, she's explaining that um, Beltine is a time we celebrate, all that kind of stuff. Then she's interrupted because all the boys show up to play lacrosse. (laughs) Um, And again, there's more screaming and and cheering. And I think there's some foot stomping this time. Um, That's right. And they're encouraged to mingle with the boys whatever way they see fit. Yes. Um, Which I really like. It's hmm. like, hey, whatever you're comfortable with, whatever makes you happy, this yeah. is the way you're going to do it. Yeah. But for our unit, that means we're going to play lacrosse. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, of course, Ray, Ray's a little bit butch. 
Yeah. Which is fine. She's a little bit of a tomboy. Yeah. Of course she's going to go and play lacrosse with the boys. Yeah, although I feel like she was almost dragged to do it. Like as if she was a bit like, oh, you know. Ray's not a joiner. Um, Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, not going to lie, I'd totally join. Yeah, it looks fun. Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, it's obviously they're going to be on the shirts team for shirts and skins, but... Unfortunately. (laughs) But also, I love that some of the other cadets start singing to make it rain. I know. Specifically so it's wet t-shirts and, like, mud wrestling. I mean, It's like, I just... (laughs) It's not even subtle. I love that they're not like, oh, this is going to be funny. It's like, no, 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 we want a a mud wrestling scene. Yeah, yeah. But it's all, like, I mean, I feel like it it leans into what they're saying is that embrace... Embrace, you know, your thirst. <laughs> yeah, embrace your thirst. You know, let's let's just sexualize everything. Yeah. Um, and obviously, and, and also the fact that they're not forcing people to play. No. You know, so it, as much as it is embrace your sexuality and, um, you know, do what you like, it's also like, but if you don't want to join, that's yeah. cool. Well, if you want to watch, that's fine. If you want to leave, that's fine. Yeah, that it can be. The only reason that the unit is playing is because they wanted to play. Yeah. Like everyone else is quite happy to watch, and yeah. they're like, "Hey, let's make it rain." That makes yeah. it more. That it's not, it may not even be like a mud wrestling thing. It's this amuses me because it's funny to watch people slide around, yeah. and it makes it harder for them. True. So they're kind of trolling the players. <laughs> but uh, Tally checks uh, Garrett, mm-hmm. and it's a good hit too. Yeah. Just kind of shoulder slams into him, um, but she does help her him up, and it's it's a bit of a moment. Yeah, adorable. Until. Yeah. Until he then wrenches her back down into the mud. Yeah. Well, um, it's mud wrestling. He's, he's got some moves. <laughs> but then he runs off. So it's not really wrestling. Yeah. Um, but that leaves the opportunity for Ray to come and help. Yes. Uh, help Tally up. Yes. Um, in the rain, in the mud. Further um, cementing the ship. And their hair is... its Look, it's its just a great... Uh, I, it's a great visual. <laughs> I have been on the record before as having some problems with Ray and Scylla. Mm-hmm. Simply because Scylla's a terrorist. Um, so Tally is an acceptable substitute. Yeah, and <laughs> and as someone who really loves Scylla and can't seem to hate her, I'm also down for some for some Ray and Tally action. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, there is someone else that seems to hate Scylla a little bit. Yes. And this is the boy that was watching them earlier. Because mm-hmm. um, after the game, he can... No, actually, during the game. Yeah. He kind of comes... Yeah, because he doesn't hear... He almost checks Ray, possibly. Yeah. I mean, um, they should be playing. They shouldn't be talking, but that's just me. <laughs> hey, I thought it was do what you like. You do what you want. If you want to ignore the game and like make your team lose, sure, yeah. But yeah, he's, she can. He confronts her and says, um, "I hope you're better at lacrosse. The way you're, you're better at lacrosse than picking girlfriends." Yes. And this came off to me as, well, this is bringing my knowledge of our world. It felt like homophobia. Felt like this is the scene where oh. we go. I know these girls, mm-hmm. you should not be kissing girls in this. And it felt like that sort of attitude. Oh, I, okay. I didn't get that vibe. I actually more got just simply a jealous vibe. Yeah. Just, just, or not necessarily a jealous, but just a, I know something about Scylla or I know Scylla yeah. and I don't like her. So I didn't, I didn't actually get a homophobic vibe at all. I got that as well, that whole jealousy yeah. thing, because he was watching Scylla specifically beforehand. Yeah. yeah. But it felt a little bit like this is... The, the way it was coded, right. the way that yeah. confront her, not Scylla, who he has the problem with, yeah. felt like I'm 
I have a problem with you two being together. Yeah, Just right. in a general sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, fair enough. And it, it sort of was that shot of, um, I'm going to almost check you. I'm going to be physically violent mm, with you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm a so, bigger, stronger yeah. man. So I think mm. I think they drew on that while not being, this is what it's about. Mm-hmm. It's like, we'll just use this as, as the element for it. Mm. Um, but sadly, we go back to, well, we see older head to the Hague mm-hmm. um, and meet with the, the witches of other nations. Oh, yeah, which I just have so many questions about. I've um, got even more. It, <laughs> it's like, is this, are they all witches? What yeah. nations are they from? It's hard to tell because they're not wearing little name tags. Do, they're just wearing uniforms. Yeah, and do all the nations also have similar um, agreements with, yeah. the, with the witches like America does? Um, yeah, definitely a lot of questions. None of them get answered. No. Um, but, it seems like one of them was Russian. Yeah. But it seemed like Russia didn't really get along with them earlier. And I think we're talking about the, although there's the, there was the attack in the Ukraine. Yes. Yeah. The failed mission in Ukraine. So clearly Russia is Um, on on side with it. Yes. And I think there's mentioned that China isn't there. I think. Yeah. Because there's some talk about something to do with China, but China isn't there to speak themselves or something. Is the Hague basically the United Nations? (laughs) Oh, Is this, is this where they do it instead of the United Nations? Look, that, you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> I don't even I, know. I don't know, think anyone knows. <laughs> I, mean, I I hope that the writers know. Yeah. But it does feel like okay, China's not there. Yeah. And then it makes me wonder, okay, if this is where all the nations with witches get together and talk, what's going on in Liberia that killed Ray's mum? Yeah. What's going on? Where are these soldiers going and fighting mm-hmm. if all the major powers are where are there talking to each other? Mm. Or is China not there because that's who we're fighting? I say we're uh, fighting. I don't know, because I feel like there would have been more animosity when they mentioned China if that was the case. Yeah, it um, does feel like there's something going on with Russia and China that they're yeah, kind of clashing. It feels like there's something, yeah. But yeah. I, I didn't feel like it was enough. Like, if, if everyone was at war with China, surely there would be... Yeah. More, more more animosity. Well, see, here come even more questions. Does Russia still have a king? Does it still have a czar? Did Russia go communist? Did China go communist? It's like, what, what, do, what don't we know because of this? <laughs> Lots of questions. So Definitely many questions. questions. But um, none of them get answered. No, and that's not even the point of the scene because <laughs> the point of the scene is to figure out that one of Alda's biddies is sick. Yes. And then we just kind of jump back to the good stuff. <laughs> Which is, um, well, I don't know, the good stuff. We see the guy, he finally decides, I'm going to confront Scylla instead yes. of um, yes. instead of just yes. annoying Ray. We learn, our, we learn his name is Porter. He's Porter. Um, and he was also a draft dodger. Yeah. Um, and But just decided, uh, yeah, he's like, I can't be bothered anymore. Well, see, can't this, be bothered dodging. This is another thing. How did he sign up? This is where we start to get into, do the boys have magical talent? True. If he's a draft dodger, clearly they're drafting them for some reason or some, true. somehow. Very true. Um, so also, if you've been dodging the draft, but then you're like, ah, I give up, I'll sign up. Do you then get punished? Or are they just like, cool, thanks for coming to us? Well, I'm wondering because it's very much about their parents being draft dodgers. And then when they reach a certain age, they have the choice to say the words and mm. join up. Or they ignore the words and yeah. they're dodgers. Right. So maybe he was dodging so, with his parents, yeah. but then when he came of age, he was like, mm, meh. Yeah, that he's like, I don't want to be moving around and fleeing for the rest of my life. I'm just going to sign up. <sighs> yeah, that's true. It seems easier. But he, he's suspicious about Seller for a good reason. Yes. 
mainly because he's like, we were draft dodgers together and you were super not into mm. this. What the hell are you doing here? I mean, yeah. I'm sorry your parents died, but then you just kind of vanished. Yeah. And now like, you're here in the military. Yeah. Um, oh, I love this this line. That I mean, they obviously were dating, but she says people change, Porter, and he's like, I hope that's true. Mm. Because he's like, if you haven't changed and you're here, that's that's a that's huge a very problem. Bad sign. Yeah. 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 And just a little bit of you were like super spree, and if you're still like that, mm. I really hope you've changed. And mm. I like him more now, honestly. That he he's not he's antagonistic, mm. but he does seem to be like, well, I know you. This isn't you. And I'm worried for you. Um, yeah, no, I like him less. <laughs> Fair. Um, I, I mean, mainly because I feel like Scylla's correct in that people do change. And yes. you knew her back then. It sounds like a fair bit of, uh, quite a few years ago. But she hasn't. She's still spree we, and she's still a terrorist. We don't know all the details, Jeremy. <laughs> um, yeah, I was still a little bit like, no, nah, you're really kind of yeah. great on, on my nerves. I'm happy for you to get back on the bus and leave now. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but then we get some um, picnic scenes as the girls just kind of hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of like a big group picnic yeah. Slash get to know. Yeah, mingle. It's a co-mingle. Some... Well, this, <laughs> this is my fa- this is almost my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Um, when Witch Daddy comes across and basically Abby's like, "Hey, Witch Father, do you want to come share some mead with me?" Ladies, are you enjoying yourselves? Very much so. Thank you, Witch Father. Good. Do you have time to have a drink with us, Witch Father? <laughs> oh, Miss Bellweather. You remind me of your mother, shameless. Oh, I take that as a compliment, sir. Shame is for civilians. And he's like, um, that's right. Yeah, Miss Bellweather, slake your thirst with some mead. And I'm like, nothing will slake Tally's thirst. <laughs> yeah, well, that's <laughs> true. St- and she, he's like, yeah, your mother, I like old yeah. enough to be your father. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Hey, I feel a little don't uncomfortable. Don't shame, Abby. <laughs> Not going to lie, I feel a little uncomfortable with it. It's a little bit like Abby. You're getting a little bit above yourself here. Yeah, He's... like I feel. I feel like that's the thing more that it's yeah. just kind of like like are you just like embarrassing yourself a little bit? Um, or are you just really thirsty and you're going after whoever's available? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he is witch daddy for a reason. Yeah, but no. he's he is like I'm not interested. Thanks, but yeah. no. Yeah. Um, and so there's a couple of other cadets come up and. Oh, that's right. Another cadet comes up and Abby's like, well, what's your name? And he's like, Clive. And he's like, and what's his name? And points out someone else. Mm, mm. And specifically the person talking to Swythe. Yes. And I'm wondering, is she doing this because she's like, two boys, better than one? Or is it Swythe's got a guy, I'm going to take that guy? Oh, I feel like I want to say probably a bit of both. Yeah. Like, I reckon it was probably the intention to, to nab two. At least. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but then it was like, oh, opportunity here to maybe pay back, um, pay back Swythe. Yeah. Um, and he, she kind of sends the guy over, go, go get that guy and save him from the horribleness of talking to Swythe. Mm. The, the nice young woman that we've met once. <laughs> um, and Tally's nervous about talking to Garrett because mm. of course she is. She doesn't know how to talk to boys. Mm. And Abby gives her advice and which daddy gives her advice. Mm. And Abby's just like, so 
You sure you don't want to sit down and have some? <laughs> and I'm pretty certain that her mother has definitely fucked Witch Daddy. Well, I mean, maybe that's how he gets his name. Maybe everyone has. <laughs> He's the father of all witches. <laughs> I don't know. It kind of is. I don't know. But um, yeah, something definitely definitely going on there. I can't even remember where the line comes from, but it's, I think I'm pretty certain Abby says it. Shame is yeah, for civilians. I was going to say, I feel like it's something Abby would say. Um, yeah. That's right. I'm sure Tally's just like, I, I'm worried. I'm embarrassed. It's yeah. like, shame is for civilians. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. It's great. It's great. <laughs> but then we get back to the... Back to the politics. I feel like the politics is like a whole separate plot that I'm not interested in. I know. It's like, I should be because I'm going on about what's the fight. What's... True. I know. We have so many questions and yet we're like, but we don't want to cut away from the girls right yeah. now. Yeah. This, this is the RPG thing with the, the game master trying to shove the yeah. plot at you. You're totally. like, no, no, I'm shopping. No, no, I'm flirting with the NPC. This is what I want to do. Yeah. Do you want to check out this thing over here? No, we don't. It's like, oh, but you have to. Yeah, well, this is the thing, that an embassy, I can't remember where the embassy was, because one of the people's like, our embassy was attacked. Mm. They probably tell you which one it is, and Mm. I just wasn't paying attention. But a plague bomb from centuries before had never been used, and many people are dead. Many people are dead from it, and the the Hague want to strike harder against the spree. Mm -hmm. And Alder's like, well, we can't, not without firm intel. Mm. And someone's like... (laughs) Yeah, after the Ukraine, what's his firm intel stuff, older? But also, interestingly enough, they seem to almost be needing her permission. Well, she's the head of the military. But the military in America... Which has the biggest military, it seems like. Uh, yeah, okay. I think that's, that's kind right, of the thing. Right, okay, okay. But yeah, um, and but the another general, the mm-hmm. Indian general, I assume, it doesn't, it's not clear. Possibly. Um, suggests maybe a change of leadership is in order. Mm, mm-hmm. And this is something we keep seeing, that... Alda doesn't actually want to use that much force. True. That she wants to yes. stay in command, but she doesn't want to she's really not, strike. Yeah. She's not just a gung-ho charge in, all, yeah. all guns blazing, um, which is not, like, I'm, yeah. It's I'm, nice to see that change yes, of, yes. of um, a, gen, a slightly antagonistic, a slightly suspicious general mm. not be, let's destroy the world because I believe the commies are bad. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it does make you wonder, what actually is she doing to stop the spree? True. And and I, I don't know if it was this episode or maybe even before, but I don't know if it was you or, I mean, probably everyone. Yeah. Starting to get suspicions that maybe Alda is part of the spree. I hadn't got that. I'm starting to think that she may be working with this or using it to benefit herself. Right. But it felt more to me that she's gun shy. Right. Okay. That she's starting to get worried that the spree... Not that they're right, mm. but that she can't take them on. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, I was getting more of a, I'm, I'm foiling these attempts at the spree because yeah. maybe I'm part of the spree. Um, but I feel that doesn't track with other stuff that she does. Mm. It works. I think mm. it, yeah, it seems we don't get answers no. about what Alda's doing at all. No. And thankfully we go straight back to the, the girls picnic <laughs> mm-hmm. um, as as um, Clive brings his friend over mm-hmm. and Abby uses a chance to insult Swythe mm. and show off the fact that she speaks Spanish. Of course. <laughs> uh, was it Augustine? Augustine and Clive. Yeah. Yeah. And she goes like, cool. Oh, that's right. She's like, cool. Have a drink with me, Augustine. Clive, you're coming as well. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It's not even like a choice, um, but they're more than happy to go along. There's a wonderful expression that the guy playing Clive has. He's just like, oh, well, as, as they walk away and he's like, oh. Great, I'm coming too. Yeah. <laughs> Off they go. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, but Ray decides I'm going to confront Porter. Yes. 
and kind of he actually apologizes. He does. Definitely I was like, okay. All right, maybe you're okay. What was that shit at the game about? Sorry. That was about me lashing out at the wrong person. I'm Porter, by the way. Who was the right person? Scylla Ramshorn. We have a history. I saw you two together and I reacted like a jerk. It won't happen again. Well, what, what kind of history? Did you guys go to school together or something? She hasn't told you anything, has she? Nothing about her childhood, parents. Look, do yourself a favor. Don't get too attached. Yeah, and he does say, look, it wasn't about you. Mm. It's Scylla. Um, don't get too attached yes. because she's got a history. Yes. And um, I, again, I kind of like where he's going with this because he he's not the standard ex-boyfriend, I'm angry and jealous. He's They've done a little bit of a bait and switch with him. Mm-hmm. That he has legitimate concerns and yes. a legitimate complaint. Yes, yes. Definitely agree with that. Um, and yeah, I came away from that being like, okay... You're, you're all right. Like, you're not too bad. And I think um, he, he even's like, I can't tell you what's going on with Scylla. That's for her to tell you. Mm, like, he could. He's true. got a whole bunch of history. True. But he's not going to because yeah, that's Scylla's not, story. Yeah, not going to be a dick. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Porter's, Porter's going around. He's okay. Yeah. Back to the Hague. <laughs> I feel that we don't need to keep intercutting. We could just have one scene and then the next scene. Yeah. It, 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 I guess it breaks it up. Mm. Yeah, and we don't get too focused on one. But there's another issue... Um, and the Russian, I guess, general yes. brings out this little egg that opens up and it has all these voices. Yeah. And everyone's like, we've never heard this before, but old is like, I have. Mm. The, I know this sound. It's in my blood. Yeah. It's, look, I just was filled with a lot of questions after this episode. So many questions. Mm. No answers. Never. But apparently this is from the um, a nomadic tribe on mm-hmm. the Russian-Chinese border. Mm-hmm. And... The Russians want to give them asylum from the Chinese, apparently. Mm. Uh, but the tribe's like, no, we don't want asylum. Yes. It's like, well, then, but they're getting slaughtered. And Alder's like, no, no, we need to respect. What the tribe wants. Yeah, what they want. And but China's killing the tribe, um, trying to acquire these voices. Mm. But, of course, China's not there, so they can't. And, th- and this is all, this. yes, and this is all what the Russian is saying. Though, yeah. That he's saying this is what's happening. In his words. Yeah. So there is a point, I guess, to make that we don't have China's side of the story. Yeah. And this, again, it, it's tracking with what we're seeing of Alder so far. Mm. He's like, no, no, that's their choice. This is ha- this is all about, this episode all is about choice and respecting choices. Yeah. That's true. But if they're after these voices, how are they killing them to get them? Why are they killing them? It's like, you don't. I, I have so many questions about this plot, yeah, which yeah. is going to come up in, in future episodes. But it, yeah, 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 I it's not going to get answered here. No, no, it certainly doesn't. No. Um, so Garrett finally makes a move on Tally. Yeah, and brings her a drink, um, and flirts with her a bit, and she is terrible. really bad at it. She's terrible. She's so sweet. But it's really cute, though. Yeah. And he doesn't care. Yeah. He's like, no, no, I, I like you. Yeah. It's like, I'm just going to be here with you, Tyler. Yeah. And I, like... And why wouldn't you, really? Yeah, well, true. Um, but yeah, and I I like Garrett. He's very cute. And... I don't know. I'm suspicious. 
He's not good enough for my talent. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I just think it's it's nice. He's treating her well so far. He's not, you know, and he's not coming across as an arrogant, I'm all that kind of no, fuck he, boy. <laughs> he doesn't even have the attitude that Clive and Augustine have. Yeah. Which is very pretty boy. Um, yes. We speak Spanish and English mm-hmm, and French mm-hmm, and Italian. Mm. Um, but no, he's just, he seems like a nice guy and he seems he into does. tally. Yes, he does. Yeah. And I like the um, the stories that the junior matrimonialist <laughs> and Anna Costia are telling yeah. about their, their bell times as kids. Yeah. And that Anna Costia just ripped the pants off some guy in the middle in front of everyone else. It's like, yes, that tracks with everything we know about Anna Costia <laughs> so far. I know, but I kind of want to, I'd love to see. Oh, prequel you series know, with Anna Costia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and even older and yeah, just, just, yeah, just these characters that we've come to see as these kind of like motherly motherly um, teacher figures yeah, and see them, just this whole other side of them. It would be very oh, it'd funny. Be great. Yeah, it's a shame we don't, honestly. <laughs> well, speaking of Alda, we go back to um, The Hague. Mm. It's, it feels like we don't get enough scenes. It's like just flashing backwards and forwards. Yeah. But they're still arguing that they should go get the people and Alda's like, no, we can't because it's a conflict. Mm. So and so here is where we get a little bit of suspicion from the Indian general. Yeah. The one that's sort of pushing for we right, gets a, a change. Oh yes, sorry. Um the one that's pushing for a change of leadership who suggests that Alda's telling them all, no, 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 let's not do anything, but suggesting that secretly she will then go behind their backs and actually try try to acquire them herself. See, that's what I think Alda's been doing all this time with the spree. That she's like, No, no, we're look, this is an international matter and we need to do this as a unit mm-hmm. and everyone needs to work together. And then she just sends strike forces into the Ukraine and gets Maybe. fucked up. Yeah, possibly. So that's why she's never, no, no, we don't have a harder stance on yeah. these things. Yeah. Because she's doing it behind everyone's back. Um, but it, the discussion is made moot because mm-hmm. that's when the biddy collapses. Yes. And Alda just ages. Yeah. In a moment. Um, yeah, I think it starts on my hand. Um, yeah. And you see the skin and instantly sort of start to... Um, like weather. Yeah, and you you know get sunspots on them. And yeah, yeah. just basically age, as you said. Um, and then same for her face and hair. Well, not um, just um, the same for her. This Back at the campus, the trees start to wilt true. and flower and like fruit rots on there. And Anacostia's like, something's wrong with Holder. Mm, mm. Which is... I love this sequence. I just love that idea of this mm-hmm. is how you do a fantasy world that something's wrong with your leader mm. and it's reflected in the land around yeah, you. Yeah, I know. It's really cool. Yeah. And um, whatever reason it is, it's a, that's an adventure right there. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, even, you know, you're in this town and just things aren't growing as they should and, yeah. you know, trying to investigate why, um, trying to, you know, trying to get to the bottom of was there a curse put on the town? Was there, is there, you know, a plague sweeping through the land? Yeah, it's very, very interesting. Because it comes up with so many questions, like, even if you save her, like, older, we're suspicious of. Mm. If you make things better for her, well, suddenly, are you propping up a corrupt dictator that makes the crops grow? Mm. Yeah, exactly. How much do we need those crops? (laughs) You kind of need crops all the time. Everyone's going to eat. So, yeah, I I like that. I mean, it's very Fisher King and um, and Parsifal and a whole bunch of of classic myth. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you know the Fisher King story? No. Okay, we won't get into. <laughs> the minute Elise has got this look of yes, yes, that sounds very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, the Fisher King being kind of a, a Grail story as well. Oh, okay. There's a whole bunch of cycles. There's a lot of stories, and I can't either keep them straight. But right. it's Essentially, the king gets sick, and then the land gets sick, so they have to go find the Grail to cure the king. Right. Um, and to save once, the land. To save the yeah. land. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but thankfully, we now stay with the. Um, I mean, Stay I was going to say unit, but... 
stay with you in a Some little bit. Some of them. Well, Ray and Garrett. Well, they're going through the memorial halls. Yes. Um, which feels like the date for Garrett and Tally. Like they're just yeah, I know. And Ray's just like tagging well, along. I think Ray's just like, sorry, I got to tag along. Silla's not around, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, this is a great date. We go through history books. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they're talking about the biddies here. Mm, yeah, we see a bit more and learn that they went into combat with her yeah. over the years, um, and there's a mention of their sacrifice, mm-hmm. um, and Tally specifically is mentioning them, and yeah, uh, she does say she thinks about it a lot, and she doesn't think she could be that strong. I wonder why that is. Uh, so that's an interesting line from Tally. Yeah, take note of that one. <laughs> well, I, I think that's a good because Tally idolizes yes older and knows all about the biddies, mm. of course. Uh, but Ray says they're creepy, <laughs> yeah. and I'm with Ray on this one. They're creepy. Um, I I'm I definitely agree they're creepy. Um, especially their teeth chattering. That's just super yeah. creepy. Um, but I think it's. I mean, it's very problematic, which we'll discuss in later episodes. Um, yeah. But um, I don't know. It is quite impressive, and it, it like I mean, it does go to show that Alda. Oh, she invokes brings loyalty. Out, yeah, brings yeah. out such loyalty and such reverence um, that people will sacrifice their lives, you know, to obviously help her. Yeah, because this, this is what we see. Tally's like, it's an honor. And we cut over to Alda with the biddy as mm, the biddy dies mm-hmm. and transforms back into the young girl or young woman we saw in the photo she was looking at earlier. Mm, that yeah. Just her age is, is taken away. And it feels like... Older is just taking the life energy and the the youth into herself. Yeah, yeah. And even before, as we're processing this, one of them, one of the other biddies turns around and is like, "Quartermain's found a candidate." Mm. And I was like, "Who the hell's the candidate? <laughs> who who's she taking?" Yeah, yeah. Um, which is odd because we then jump to Abby making out with Clive, <laughs> and it's like pushing him up against the wall. Yeah. Um, she's like, Augustine, watch the door, and he's like, um. Do I have to? And he's like, fine, you can just watch. Like, oh, Abby. She's very she's very in control. She, she knows is. what she wants. She um, does. So good on her for going after it. I have many questions about Abby and how this whole thing works, but I won't I won't get into them. <laughs> this is more about the whole sexual politics of and gender politics of this world. Mm-hmm. But it's probably more explicit than <laughs> I'm wondering than this podcast can really do. Mm-hmm. Fair um enough. So we'll jump back to the memorial hall where Tally's showing off her family tree. There's a, a thing you can pop the medallion in. Yeah, your army um, like dog tag, basically. Yeah, and yeah. it shows your, your family tree. Yeah, it's really cool. And this is when we go, well, Tally's the last of her line, and mm. Gareth's like, well, my cousin is the same. My cousin had a dispensation. But when her 18th came, she said the words, just like you. She's the bravest person that I've ever known. You remind me a lot of her. Did she fall in combat? Still throwing shoulders and kicking ass. <laughs> um, which kind of implies he's from a magic family as well. Mm-hmm. And this is the creepiest thing. He's like, you remind me of my cousin. Like, yeah, what? <laughs> my note is just, don't fuck her then. <laughs> yeah, it's... um. Tally's into it though. I mean, yeah, totally. But also... Like, is he also maybe nervous around her because he actually quite likes her? And so he's yeah. just saying some... He's, he's like, this is comfortable, I know. stupid, bumbling yeah. things. Um, <laughs> the fact that Katali's like, let's go. <laughs> We've got to go now. We've got to go now. <laughs> it's like, really, really, Tally? But it does give Ray a chance to put her medallion in. Yeah. And we see that her line has just been mother, daughter, mother, daughter, mother, daughter, yes. all the way down to her. Yeah. 
and it, it is just much shorter than Tally's. There's not the the branching. No, um, yeah. Um, and Scylla comes up and's like, "My family ain't even on here." Yeah. Which makes me wonder. It's like, did they just kind of pick? There's there's a whole bunch of stuff well, about mean, witching families. Like, straight away though, I'm, I'm like, is it the truth? Because she doesn't like yeah, she, she doesn't, doesn't put try. a medallion on. Yeah. Um, so it's like, is she just lying? Is she just trying to pretend? Um, but yeah, like she says, "Did yeah. you miss me to Ray?" And Ray yeah. said, "Always." Yeah. And that's all I'm really focusing on. <laughs> yeah. Of course, they've got to be adorable. And I've just realised something because Abby then shows up and is tucking her shirt in with the boys. And I thought she'd gone back to the dorm to fuck them or whatever she was doing with them. Yeah. Uh, no, no. This was in the memorial hall. Yeah. She just found a This a is why she needed someone room. to watch. Yeah. Uh, way to go, Abby. High mm-hmm. five. Mm-hmm. Uh, but fine Swythe telling the story of why her family is famous mm. uh, and her ancestors' victory about, what was it, leading? There was a failed infantry movement, but um, Swythe's family kept the the... The wind's going yeah. to, and Abby's just like, fuck no, <laughs> didn't do anything of the sort. Actually, the bellwether did a perfectly executed mission, and I'm just like, what? What? Swythe, why are you letting her just walk all over? You're not even talking back. It's like, you've yeah. told her version, Abby gets her version. You're yeah. like, yeah, okay, I guess you're right then. Yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of shots of, I can't remember if it's if it's Garrett or whatever, but basically rolling his eyes. Yeah, and, he's heard it all and, the time. Yeah, he's heard it all before. This is what exactly what they're like all the time. Um, but there's some cool visuals in, in the um, the retelling of the, the story, um, which is really cool. Um, yeah, they do. I don't know whether it's part of the memorial thing or magic that they do. Yeah. But there's like a recreation of it and moving the, the pictures around. Yeah, yeah, because they trace some sigil or something, don't they? Yeah. Um, and yeah, and it kind of... Activation almost room. kind of, yeah. Um, but basically, I guess Abby reveals that no, it was her ancestor, her ancestor. <laughs> um, well, see, that, that saved the day. I wonder about this one because everyone at the end, after Abby tells her story, everyone's like, yeah, and they do the little foot stompy thing. Mm. Um, and I'm like, but she died? Like, your ancestor died? Did she have a kid before this? It's like, this is a thing. She sacrificed herself without a second thought because that is what a soldier does. That's... What a bellwether does. Is it died needlessly? Is that what a bellwether does? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And I mean, this is what she's been taught her whole life. Like, Sacrifice for the cause. And Tally Lake takes away the message that both both bellwethers and swives were needed to win the battle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, no. The message is they died needlessly. <laughs> Why? Why is it needlessly? I because didn't get they, that. I, I guess they won the battle, but it's. Cl- I don't know. I I, I, I didn't may, get may, that. I feel like Tally took the right message away. Tally takes the message away that you know you need both sides of the story, mm-hmm. but it's also soldiers die is the message of the story, and they're famous because they both died. Like both units died in that story. No, but I'm sure plenty of other people died, yeah. but they are remembered because they uh, held off they, whatever, they... whatever they did. <laughs> And Swythe trying to be like, no, no, it was a failed charge. When clearly everyone knows it was a successful infantry charge. Yeah. It's like, it's, are you just, who are you telling this to? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Because everyone agrees with Abby. So clearly they've heard the story before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Or is this Abby more persuasive? Yeah. Did, did Abby roll higher on a persuasion check? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it's more of a performance yeah, check. Sorry, yeah, sorry. She's, uh, she's higher in the performance school. Yeah, well, well. Um, <laughs> 
we jump back to Scylla and Ray anyway, and we mm-hmm. prefer Scylla and Ray stories mm-hmm. right now. Uh, I certainly do. <laughs> um, but we get a bit of history. Yeah. With which persecutions. Yeah. Um, and Ray's like, no, no, those times are over. And Scylla's like, mm, are they though? Mm. Are they? People really hated us. Yeah. And there's lots of shots of... Um, Stuff. N- nooses. Nooses. Um, steaks. We see something called a Camarilla site. Yes, I wonder if that will be useful again. Yes, interesting. Take note of that. <laughs> yeah, because basically they're just like, hey, the Inquisition used to hunt us a lot. Yes. And um, Ray's like, no, they're over. And Silla's like, no. Yeah. So that's... Yeah, Silla's like, we're basically still hunted now. So... That's the level of exposition we get before Porter interrupts. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ray's like, hey, look, you need to tell me what's going on with this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go off to talk and Silla gives her the explanation about the draft dodging. Mm-hmm. And... Ray's like, so? Like, my dad's a civilian. I mm-hmm. really don't care. Um, but apparently draft dogging is illegal. Mm. Which, yes, it is illegal. Mm. This is actually a big deal. It's not just yeah. shame. Yeah, I think, and I think that's good of Scylla to point that out. Um, yeah. Is that, yeah well, In case we forgot. Because we've been... I mean, it's... Draft dodging <laughs> you, is a thing. Wow, okay. You really don't like Scylla. She's a terrorist. Oh, uh-huh. Yep, anyway. She's a terrorist spy. Yep. But this is... Uh, she does say, look, the military killed my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and I decided to join up and beat them. Which, this kind of tracks with what she's saying earlier. Mm-hmm. That to when she's like, hey, look, to Ray in the first episode... You do what they want, and then you get better than them. Yes. yes. So this this you, tracks. You, you take advantage. But she also and Ray's like, "Hey, I want to help you. I'm I'm all in." Yeah. Um, oh, and Silla says, "Well, if I go, you're coming with me." I know. Beautiful. And yeah. Oh, makes my heart melt. Yeah, she's gonna kidnap her. <laughs> um. Yes. Yeah, uh, it's a good scene. I like. I do like them in this scene. Yeah, I mean, it's good. I mean, Scylla's opening up more and says, if I run away, I'll take you with me. Um, so, I don't know. To me, it just reaffirms that what they're feeling for each other. It um, does It does reaffirm. It doesn't give us new information. No. As an audience. We no, already knew about right. Scylla's parents. Yeah. We already knew the draft dodging was illegal. Mm-hmm. We knew the military killed, uh, all, killed them, all of that kind of thing. But we get that, that deepening of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yes. That they are both all in now. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, coming up with all in, I guess one of the cadets gets chosen. Yeah. Um, or cadet or, or someone. I mean, I guess we don't know how advanced she is. No, we haven't met does. her before. This is yeah. a brand new character. But Anacostia's like, you have been chosen to become a biddy and this is a great honor. I've been dreaming for this for years. It's like, really? Yeah. Um, but Anacostia's like, okay, cool, we're going now. And she's, uh, there's this, this moment of, Wait, right now? Yeah, yeah, where it's a little bit like, oh, actually, um, yeah. Yeah, which I feel is very, it's a little bit of, I always wanted this, but I wanted it in the future, not right now, but yeah. I'm a good soldier and good yeah. soldiers follow orders. So, yeah, she goes with her. Um, I don't like this next scene. Because after... I don't like it either. Yeah. <laughs> This is part we, of. We might dislike it for different reasons. <laughs> no, the reason I don't like this one is Porter goes to Scylla's room. Yep. Um, Ray's already left, mm-hmm. and he says, "Look, we got to talk." Mm. He doesn't care about Ray. He doesn't care that she's dating someone else. Uh, but he's pretty funny. certain Scylla's lying mm. because she is, <laughs> um, and that she hasn't changed. She was always kind of a spree head, mm. and he's pretty certain that she 
still is this this thing. Yes. Yeah, he I think he said something like you were always someone or or you used to talk like someone who would go and fill a balloon with hate or something like yes. that. Yes, like which I love that phrase, fill a balloon with hate. So do I, yeah. But the fact that it's a balloon <laughs> still makes me laugh. It's like, oh no, the suicide bombing balloons, um, which I shouldn't joke about, but it's... Yeah. Yeah, it feels... It's it's a great line. You have someone who would fill a, fill a balloon with hate mm. because it's not filling it with attack, it's filling it with hate. And yeah. it is specifically hate Purely, it is. that she's doing. Yeah. And Scylla's like, oh, you're right, I'm sad. Mm-hmm. And Porter's like, oh, it's okay, I'll come and comfort you. Mm-hmm. And they make out a bit, which, fuck no, Scylla, you're yeah, with Ray. I know. Bad. That, yeah, I really... Even it's... even though it's fake. Uh, yeah. Because she's just doing it to get close to him and basically mind fuck him into killing himself. Yeah. She's like, you are filled with an unbearable sadness. And no... I know. I do not like this. This is why I don't like it. I know. I don't like it either, but, like, I just have, I feel like she's young. Everyone makes mistakes when they're young. Like joining a terrorist organization. Everyone's done that at least once. She has been through some deep shit. Trauma affects everyone differently. She's still young. She makes mistakes. She's panicking in this situation because she's like, I don't know how to get out of this. And she, unfortunately... Kicks it up to level 11 and basically influences him to go and kill himself. Yeah. Um, it's horrific. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, despite saying all this, despite logic, I still love Scylla. Uh, she's very pretty. I know, but it, that just makes me sound really shallow. <laughs> it does a little bit. Um, and... Actually, this is the kind of thing I'm very cagey of any sort of mind control magic in my games. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's just tele- telepathy and speaking mm-hmm. to somebody's mind, I'm always like, "Yeah, they're not going to like that." Yeah, it's it's just that mind wipiness of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And my, I I hesitate to use the word mind rape, yeah. but it is. It's yeah. forcing your will onto someone else, mm-hmm. and I do not like it at all. No. Um, I yeah. So this is the kind of thing, not cringe, but I'm just like, yeah, this is a, a line for me with Scylla. Yeah. So I, I like that murdering a whole bunch of people. <laughs> that's yeah, not that's, crossing the line. That's not crossing She's the line. She's still behind the line at that stage. Except she did the exact same thing. <laughs> that was what she did. And those well, were I mean, strangers. She, didn't, she just facilitated it. She didn't put the yeah. message in the balloon. <laughs> Except this time she did. And I have... I have a lot of problems with Scylla in this scene. No, I get it. I get it. I would like to see in future episodes that she shows a lot of remorse for what she did. Um, and we'll see if that comes about. Because she does seem like she does genuinely care for Porter. Yeah. And that, it, it's a tragedy, but uh, seriously, Scylla. You can't just go around killing people willy-nilly because they might reveal that you're a terrorist. <laughs> Look, we could talk about this. We could. We could go on about this for a lot. We're never going to agree on this one, I don't think. No. Um, um, but we get back to Tally. Yeah. Yay, Tally. Yeah. Because um, she's having the best date of her life. Her yes. first date of her life. <laughs> uh, and I Gar- mean, it's very sweet. It is. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's just because she's just this inexperienced, you know. Waif. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's a, it's really cute. Um, he's treating her really nicely. I yeah, think. he's... he's, he's Pulling out all the stops. He's yeah. like curl- calling a bird. He like gives her a little flower circlet. Mm. Um, and she's, she, she's like, yeah, this is great, but aren't we just supposed to kind of 
fuck. <laughs> Isn't this just <laughs> you and like, this is what we do at yeah. Beltane. Yeah. People pair up and they fuck. And he's just like, no, we're supposed to be finding as many people yeah. as possible and mingling. And I've spent all my time with you. There's yeah. something more here. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, is like, Half of me is like, mm, is he just feeding this innocent, trusting girl a line? Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like he seems genuine. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he seems sincere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but it's the exact right thing to say to Tali. <laughs> sure yeah. is. Yeah, she's totally smitten. <laughs> um, and this is when we actually do see the bitty die. Yep. Um, which seems to be back at Fort Salem. Or maybe Anna Costa went to the Hague. Either way, it's unclear how I, far the Hague see, is. I assumed Fort Salem. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know, to be honest. I because to me, the Hague is in Europe. So how is Anna, how is they... How maybe are, the Hague somewhere else in this world. It's the same day that they get there. Maybe they <laughs> just... Know. Yeah, anyway. I don't know. We have questions. We'd like answers, please. <laughs> but the candle that she's got lit and lit... Litten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the candle that she has light, light it. Fucking hell, what is with me? Words <laughs> have meaning. Too busy thinking about Tally making out with Garrett. I bit. can see. A little bit. Uh, the candle goes out and this yes. is when she dies. Yes. And they mourn and almost at the same time they're singing and the young yes. the young woman that, that comes in just mm. kind of touches Alda's shoulder. The candidate. Yeah, the candidate touches her shoulder and ages in front of us mm. and Alda gets young again. Yes. And do not think that I miss the fact that Anna Costia is bringing a young black woman to serve a white woman and give up youth for her. It's like, this is super loaded. I did miss that. Yeah, I feel, there's a little um, bit of Anna Costia's like, yeah, I'm not cool with this. Yeah, um, I definitely missed that. Um, but totally, obviously, was like... She's basically a vampire. Yeah. Well, um, it's it's sucking... Or a leech. Yeah, she's a leech. It's um, like sucking the youth out of the young so mm, the old might continue. Yeah. It's like there's a whole bunch of stuff going on Totally, there. totally. And, um, yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a so lot of So many questions about older. So yeah. many questions. But the fact that it's very much that young person now has to give up their life and their youth so someone else can keep going. Which they seem happy to do, which... Because they're brainwashed. Yeah, yeah. Well, it all comes yeah. back to, I guess, you know, Ray saying that it's creepy and Tony yep. saying that it's amazing. Well, that's yeah. funny because Abby's the one that should be super on board with it. But we don't see... True, we don't see her response. No, we don't see her yeah, response because true. Ray was seems to be raised a little bit outside. We haven't gone over this before, but she lives in the... Or she was raised in the secession yes. area, which is a big strip down the middle of North America, which seems to be semi-United States and semi-not. Um, or it's not quite clear what's going on with her. Yeah, well, I think they, there's a comment made, I think, in the first episode that her skin is too light yeah. to have come from the session, which suggests that that's where they make what, like, not necessarily immigrants, but... Well, I, I said felt that it was like, this is where we push a lot of the the people who don't want to be. This is the, um, I guess, the Native American reservation. Yeah, 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 def- that's what I was thinking as well, yeah. Um, but yeah, so never, never saw Abby's response... Or thoughts regarding the biddies. No. Um, so that's definitely interesting. And again, Tally seems to have grown up outside the general general society of, mm-hmm. of this. So this is their two these are the two outsider takes on the concept of biddies. True. And that Abby, who grew up around biddies, mm. seems like she knows older, has not we don't get to see her I opinion know. at all because she's busy fucking two guys. <laughs> Bit of a shame. 
<laughs> I, I feel that she was having a great time. She doesn't want to talk about business at that point. Oh, yes. So now... And now this is when mm. Ray showing up to, to see Scylla and Porter just falls from the roof in front of her. And I... I don't like this whole thing, but the fact that Ray tries to save him. I know. Oh, my heart. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's, it's a, like, it's a really good scene. Yeah. Because it's terrible. And she's obviously straight away moved and emotional. And she wants, like, literally her first instinct is, I'm going to try to save you. Yeah. And she tries her magic and she's trying so hard. Um, and... You can tell that he's nothing's changing with him. Yeah. Um, but she's getting worse and and weird. Yeah. Um, well, he's he's dead. He cannot be saved. Yeah. It's like maybe if there was like an entire crash cart, there was an entire hospital mm. right next to him. Yeah. They might have enough power, but he's um, he's got no. Moments. Well, he yeah. I was gonna say because he's sort of he's still alive. Yeah. Which is he's, the horrible does he thing. Say, does he say anything to her? I can't quite remember. Uh, he does, but I don't think we find out till next episode. Right, okay. Um, but yeah, so she basically passes out or collapses. Yeah, she's calling um, for help and other people start to show up. Yes, and as as she starts to lose consciousness and she's on her side, she sees yeah. <laughs> Scylla appear. Mm-hmm. Um, and just stand there. So I mean, okay, I, that's, that's me being mean. She's, she sees Scylla. She sees Scylla. I mean, look, yes, Scylla obviously isn't running straight away, but she yeah. definitely looks very concerned and worried. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I guess I'm sure you're going to argue that Scylla's worried uh, that, that what maybe Porter tells yeah. something. <laughs> Whereas I like to believe that she's actually really worried about Ray because she's seeing her collapse. Um, I think both things can be true. Pop- yes, you're right. You're right. Um, but basically, that's how the episode ends. Yeah, just fade to black. And mm. again, suicide hotlines. Yeah. Which I think are really important. And I will hopefully put a, a warning at the start yeah. of this episode because yeah. it is a heavier one. I mean, you sometimes you've got to wonder, though, should they be at the start of the episode warning? Yeah. I, I, don't know. I feel that that's what episode warnings like saying this is a rating. Uh, the, yeah, the right, show. Okay. So you go into yeah. the show. This, um, so, favorite part of the episode? Oh, this one was a tricky one. Yep. Because. Because the Hague's really boring? Yeah, kind of. Um, I, I feel like I just sound like a broken record. And it's just going to be tally, uh, Ray and it's, Scylla? It's just it's probably Ray and Scylla just before the, the lacrosse game. Um, yeah. It was, I don't know, it sweet. was just really cute. And, yeah. and Ray also just seemed really happy and smiley. And it's not common for her. And it was just... <laughs> yeah. Ray Saup was Stormcloud <laughs> caller. <laughs> Um, it was, it was really sweet. So, I mean, I'm sure I'll come to an episode where I don't pick them as the, uh, the favorite. Well, um, we're still building up their relationship. There's so many scenes you can use. Again. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it also probably like, you know, not that obviously the times have changed since I grew up with TV, but queer representation, like it's always, I think, going to stick out to me. Yes. Um, and you know, so, you know. That's and almost the, something that I'll, I'll latch onto and, and cling to. Because <laughs> um, you never know what's going to happen. Even that I mentioned before, that mm. it seemed like Porter was homophobic. Yeah. That was my natural reading of that scene. And yeah. I thought it was going to be, look, this world is all cool, but there's still homophobia. Yeah. But they didn't do that. No. 
They no, just went with, he's an ex and he's upset about very that. Very refreshing. That there is just no judgment about that yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. That it's just And there's almost natural. no mention of it either. No. Um, which is really nice. And it, it's just, this is how it is. Yeah, it feels like they're gossiping because Ray has a girl. It's like, ooh, you've got someone you're interested totally. in. Right. And As opposed saw, to the fact that it's just another girl. Like, as in, it's another girl. Yeah. And there hasn't even been a need for a coming out scene with Ray. Yeah. With the, with the unit. Yeah. It's just like, cool, That's you're true. into girls, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because Abby and Swyth have definitely hooked up, so they're fine with it. <laughs> and Tally's just into everyone, it seems like. Well, we can dream. Yeah, well, speaking of Abby hooking up, that's my favourite bit. Just her, <laughs> her dedication yeah. to, I am going to fuck someone today. Yeah. And it's like, is it going to be Wish Daddy? Nope. Is it going to be these I'm two really guys? I'm really glad it wasn't Wish Daddy. Yeah, Jesus. that would have been weird. Oh, yeah. I don't think, no shame. Shame is for civilians. Yes, my apologies. But he fucked her mum. It's, <laughs> he most definitely <laughs> hooked up with her mother. I'm telling you, that's, it's fucked everyone. Yeah. Yeah, um, but still, her quest for a three-way is love it. Is, yeah. is awesome. Yeah, um, but that does lead me into the last section of the podcast where we talk about uh, the character that we would most like to have as a player character or an NPC mm-hmm. in the games that we play mm-hmm. a role-playing game. And my choice is Abby, mm-hmm. Abigail Be- Bellwether. Right. Um, weird, weird stories aside, <laughs> she is a super badass. Yeah, she's super powerful. And she's super confident. She's super confident and yeah. she owns her sexuality. Yeah. Whereas Tally's still kind of figuring hers out. There's that element of she does feel ashamed when Swythe yeah. makes fun of her. Yeah. I was like, get fucked. Yeah. I, I'm into this. Yeah. But we're also seeing that she has this crippling desire to meet her mother's expectations. Yeah. And yeah. I love that little bit of a whoopee broken person who's, yeah. who's super tough on the outside and, and broken on the inside. <laughs> yeah. And... It, I think this is a character that I would play because mm, you've got mm-hmm. the little bit of a backstory. You've got the rival that can show up occasionally. Mm. Um, you've got someone who's goal orientated mm-hmm. because she's like, cool, I want those two guys and yeah. I will find a way to get them. Yeah. Um, but her power is about her personality, mm. that she has a lot of personality and she's very confident. Mm. She doesn't have the raw power with healing that Ray does. True. She doesn't have the scrying power that's... True. That like we don't see her power really shift much, yeah. Because of the boys being there, it's all about her. Yeah, that's where her power and her internal, I guess, internal compass comes from. Mm. So if I was building a D and D, I'd make her a sorcerer mm-hmm. because it's all about her power. It's mm. not something that she's learned. It's something that she gains through her blood. Mm. Um, and she'd be a noble. Of as course. well, of course, yeah. because she's got that that heritage, definitely. Uh, but she she plays up. She's like everyone needs to know who I am because mm. I'm a bellwether, and everyone knows what a bellwether is. Mm. But she doesn't actually expect people to follow it because she's a bellwether. Well, she does a little bit, but because she's had it all of her life, she doesn't feel in. Well, uh, you know what she does? She's entitled. She's <laughs> super fucking entitled. <laughs> And a lot of that is I like starting characters in a place of power and making them grow into somebody that people want to be around. Yeah. Or starting characters in a place of, of darkness and weakness and making them grow into someone who's strong. Yeah. And again, that can pull themselves out. Yeah. yeah. So she's got that 
that power. She's upfront about things. But if you just crack that surface a little bit, mm. she's got a soft, gooey center. Yeah, she does. A vulnerable side. Yeah, and mm. I love it. I mean, I haven't picked Tally yet for a reason. <laughs> it's like, because I picked Ray, I picked Abby. Mm-hmm. Two thirds of the way through our unit. Mm. Um, but today, today's pick is Abby. Okay. Um, I'm not, I'm going to go something different. That's fair. And I might need your help. Okay. In bringing this into, I guess, the D&D world, because I'm not quite sure whether it would work. Well, it doesn't have to be D&D. It can be any character Oh, no, no, no. No, no, I do want it to be D&D, because it's for pretty much anything I know. Um, But I'm just a bit unsure about whether it would work more as a PC, a player character, or an NPC. And I feel like possibly an NPC. But I actually kind of would love to... I like the idea of the biddies. Oh, I like the idea of... um, you know, sacrificing, giving your life, you lose, obviously, I guess, what, a portion of your health. Yeah. Say you're, you're tied to some character, whether you're following them as their servant or whatever, but, yeah, you, you lose a portion of your health um, to give to them, which I, I think there are spells similar to that, but, um, like, I'm more looking at it as, like, a permanent thing where... Yeah. Um, kind you of know, like Dragonheart, where he gives half the heart to the, the prince. You haven't seen Dragonheart. What is wrong with you? <laughs> No, look, I think I have, but when I was a kid and I really can't remember that. I have a terrible memory. You'll soon learn. Either way. Um, Dragon Heart, where he gives half the heart to the prince right. and neither of them can die while the other lives. Right. So a little bit like that where I had better point before I realized so- you hadn't seen Dragonheart. <laughs> So as long as the dragon stays alive. Yeah, the prince stays alive. Even if someone chopped his head off? Yeah. That sounds ridiculous. Yeah. How? How? Magic. <laughs> does the does the head is the head not able to be chopped? Okay, off? it was a PG film. They couldn't do beheadings. <laughs> but either way, that that idea that there's some sort of magical power where you have a bodyguard, you have a protection yeah. spell, and yeah. they kind of form a, a circle around you. Yeah. See, I I love the the creepier idea, and this was used in Critical Role, uh-huh. where it's the same thing, but it's Haven't children. Seen it, or heard it. I mean, this is kind of what Alda's doing. She's getting young witches and using their power, but they basically just form this this circle of children around them. And you cannot hit that person without hitting a child. Yeah, wow. I think this is is from Stargate. I mean, going back to Amanda Tapping directing the episode. Yeah, yeah. That I think it's in the film, which Amanda Tapping has no connection with. (laughs) But the the evil Gould, Mm. he stands up and all of his servants, his children stand up around him and yeah. block him from, yeah, from being right. shot. Yeah. And it's that idea that these yeah. are people who are so brainwashed, but they've also kind of, they're loyal. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just I just thought, like, it would just be a cool idea whether whether it's you or whether you have your own biddy or biddies um, who are tied to you. Um, and, and so it's not just about them giving you life, because, I mean, obviously if something happens to the biddies... Something is then also happening to you, um, so you almost have to kind of semi-protect them in a way. Yeah, um, so, I don't know. Just just an interesting kind of relationship that you could have with a. So yeah, I'd, I'd make it spirits. Okay. That uh, there's a few things in D and D where it's like the berserker ancestral mm. spirits mm-hmm. or berserker barbarian ancestral spirits, which you can call on for advice, mm. and it would be like that. You have all these spirits around you that mm. can take damage for you if mm. you want, or you just kind of have them there. Yeah. But if they get hit, your power just goes away. So you've got to kind of call them in. And yeah. If they Do get you killed, also lose life, though? Well, I feel that if um, they're inhabiting you and you get hit, 
they take the damage and you take the damage. Yeah, right. And then they're gone and you've got damage and now suddenly you're not as powerful anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. I feel that that's a really cool idea. Mm. I think it does work better as an NPC. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because you can throw it into a whole bunch of different things. You can mm. have a king who's got these rule, mm. these, these bodyguards, as mm. I said, or you can have them flung all over the place. They're the the, the courtiers that, that do different things. You mm. can just have... Um, a dragon with all the different touch points. I mean, it's mm. it's Voldemort with his Horcruxes. Yeah, it's just the Horcruxes are people. True, true. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, okay, and okay, I think we're starting to see where Alda's coming from now. <laughs> like what her deal is. Um, but yeah, I I, mean, I think I that's really cool. This week is my yeah, my pick is the biddies. Um, just because I think it'd be just a really interesting. Yeah, um, I think it's very evocative. Yeah, yeah. So that's all from us for this week. Uh, Please share us with your friends, leave a review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts and all the other cool places that podcasts are found. We really appreciate it and thank you for listening. And I would really love it if everyone out there was kind to themselves for the next week. Uh, Tune in next time where we talk about episode four, Hail Beltane. Bye. Bye.